it's time for another edition of Senior Moments. Senior Moments, brain parts. I try hard to remember, but the process never starts. Senior Moments. This is uh, CFIS FM 93.1, and you're listening to Senior Moments on Tuesday afternoon at 1 o'clock. And Sharon's here with me. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Back again. Feeling okay? Oh, I hope no one else gets this bug. Yeah, it's pretty bad from what I've heard. Put a put a cloth over the radio so that you're not getting the germs coming <laughs> over the air. Yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. We're uh, we're waiting for our first guest. Yes, uh, she hasn't are. come yet, but she might be here now. So we'll just have fake it fake it for a few seconds here, Sharon. Have we had enough snow? I think we have. Okay. Although you know whose fault it is, eh? Who's? Do you know Howard Foot? Yes. Howard's fault. Is it? Yeah, him and uh, Russ Logan are going to be supervising out at uh, Tabor. Oh, yes. Tabor Skiri, and they were whining like crazy there was no snow. So I'm holding them, those two, personally responsible for the oh, snow. Oh, good. Well, I would too. Because <laughs> I know they're very powerful guys. They're very powerful guys, especially <laughs> foot, you know. <laughs> it looks like our first guest is here. Get her a chance to get her mucklucks and her, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her parka off here. Yeah. We'll, we'll introduce her. <laughs> Yeah, so this bug that's going around is hitting hitting us pretty. Like I was thinking this morning, there should be a penalty for for clipping, because I got clipped at the knees. <laughs> and uh, you've been you've managed to avoid it, eh? Yeah, touch wood. Yeah, uh, he's touching his head. <laughs> yeah, I'm tapping my head because I know that that's wooden. So hi, Deandra. Hi, hi how are you? Here. All right. Now, Deandra. Um, from Home Sweet Home, which is a grocery that we have on Third Avenue. Mm-hmm. Really? And yes. Whereabouts and, on Third? Uh, well, up until Saturday, we were at 1185 Third, uh-huh. uh, right at Dominion. Uh, and, but we've just moved locations. Oh, oh have so you? I'm out of breath because we've oh. been moving, oh. <laughs> running around town. Uh, but we re- we reopen later this week at 1393 Third, which is 13. right across from the Northern. Very good. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's lots of bike parking at the northern. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Wasn't there a a bridal shop or something? Yeah, we're right next door to the bridal shop where the little hair salon was. Yeah. 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 Or um, a woman named Lori, I think, opened Riot Clothing there a long time ago. Yes. And so I've heard you on. on the air. Okay, here. <laughs> and so, um, not so much okay. here, but I, I was very interested in in your history because you're not just a grocer. No. There's a lot more to Deandra yeah. than groceries. Oh. And so, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Deandra. Sure. Uh, where you're from and how you got into food. And sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I grew up in Terrace, uh-huh. um, and I was actually born in Kitimat. Lots of people from Terrace don't say that. Um, <laughs> I, I remember Kitimat, and you must be used to snow. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I really like this winter because it's a lot more mild, uh-huh. um, so it's a lot more like Terrace, actually, okay. the winter, mm-hmm. but yeah. Terrace now is like no snow. Yeah. yeah. Right? Very yeah. little snow every winter now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I grew up there um, and then moved out, like, all over the place going to school and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then ended up at, a, at UMBC in 2006. Mm-hmm. I did my master's there um, and ended up over my time here meeting Laura, who I opened Home Sweet Home with. Okay. Um, and she's from here. Okay. Yeah, so... and. We both have this long family history of amazing moms, 
you know, in our lives and, and matriarchs in our families that taught us how to can or how to cook oh, or, yes. or at periods of their lives experience poverty. And so we in times of our lives experience poverty. And yes. so like learned how to do things with very little. Uh-huh. Um, and then also participated with food a lot or like family gatherings or cultural gatherings happen around food, right? So we both have this connection to food and wanting to share that connection with people. Yeah. So you went to UMBC. What yeah. did you what was your master's in? Uh, I did gender studies at UMBC. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I I went I started oh, cool. in uh, 95. Oh, awesome. And I took gender. Well, it wasn't. It was women's women's studies. studies. Yeah. When they changed it to gender, I dropped out because I was really ticked (laughs) off. (laughs) Well, even when I did my graduate program, the undergraduate program was still women's studies. So I'm not sure if now it's switched over to gender studies. Yeah. So. And so, um, so you're interested more in, um, women and, uh, food and matriarch and. Yeah, I think we're, like, we're art feminists. Yeah. You know, and we get in lots of trouble because people don't like, I don't know, people don't like hearing what strong young women have to say all the time. (laughs) That being said, most of our customers in our community appreciate it a lot. Are Um, you single? No, I'm. I have a partner. Have you? Yeah. So, so some we, people like strong women. <laughs> before, before we get too far in, we better do our commercial for our, our favorite yes, lawyers. Yes. Yes. We're brought to you by Trevor Slaney of Hogue Slaney Lawyers for help with wills, estates, and planning. Call what's his name again? Trevor. Two five zero five six one triple zero eight. Yes, I'm going to call Trevor and get him. We're going to come call on. Trevor and get them back on. Yes. Oh. Yeah. They do wills and estates, which oh, is cool. uh, you know at our age it's an important thing. Well, it's at any age, but yeah. I, think I was just going to yeah. say at any age it's yeah. important. Yeah. So, uh, oh, sorry, Sharon. I guess well, I was just thinking in. of terrorists and and the climate there yeah. and and how um, terrorists you can grow different. Things yeah. up in terrace. So I guess the north, we just got a new producer out of Terrace today. Um, and we work with people from across the north. And I guess what's really interesting about being in the north is that the climate is changing, yeah. right? And so we're seeing a lot of our producers struggle with like, oh, I can only grow for 10 weeks. It's yeah. Like, we actually grow for more now. Yeah. And then you have to be careful with your crops over the winter. Because now they like they didn't really freeze until a few weeks ago or yeah. just before Christmas, That's right? Um, and so it's there's this, all this unpredictability. Yeah. But there's lots of excitement around climate change in our region because it's going to just get warmer, which means we can grow more food. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so my fear of that is don't tell anybody down south, okay? Because <laughs> we don't want them moving oh, up know, here. So we don't want them up here, <laughs> except for my daughter. Uh, yes, for um, sure, and son-in-law. I was on the island over the holidays, and I was just like having this panic attack. Like, where are all these people going to go? Yes, where are they going? Where are they actually going to go? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, like that's terrifying. Yes, so they're going to come here. They're always starting to, you know. So, they are. Yeah. yeah. A lot of them moved up into that Kelowna area, and the prices of houses went up something awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And so, um, with Home Sweet Home now. How did that come to be? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, so I've been working with Laura. We have a blog called Home Sweet Home. Mm-hmm. Um, we, in 2009, 2010, had decided we wanted to write a book. And I have a friend that works in publishing in Toronto. And she said, the market is glutted right now. Mm-hmm. Don't write a book. Like, nobody mm-hmm. will pick it up. It's just, <laughs> it's not happening. So start a blog. So we're like, okay. And we started this blog. And for about two to three years, we blogged a lot mm-hmm. um, and then developed kind of our voice and our identity as a brand, yeah. as Home Sweet Home. 
Um, and then in 2012, I moved back to town uh, to do something with Laura. So mm-hmm. we had talked about starting a community care center that offered um, like kind of walk-in services, but also doula services, midwife services, acupuncture, nice. community costs, oh. all that stuff. But working with the health authority is really difficult. Yes. Right? Um, and we both have health backgrounds a little bit. Uh-huh. But it's just, it would have been too much, too much work. Um, <laughs> and I needed a job. <laughs> right? We needed a job. You needed that good old paycheck. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we talked about opening a food truck, but the city has no um, bylaw around actual food trucks oh. in town. Um, there's no business license that we could find that's like mobile food business. Oh. You know, there's all these rules around parking. Yeah. Um, they, they have that uh, place. Do they still have, uh, what's his name? Wiener Jack or Jack the Wiener or whatever. I don't know. On, on 3rd Avenue, he used to no, have a hot dog in a while. stand there in front of uh, the Northern. The Northern right? yeah. yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. I think the challenge is around like, having a vehicle that's actually a business. Yes. And there was more. another guy that had a, uh, yeah. a chip truck yeah, at one yeah. time. Yeah. So the Winter Games is coming next week or the week after, and there's a ton of food trucks coming up for that. Oh, so it would be neat to oh. see how the city functions with that those things. That should be interesting. Yeah. Very. Yeah. yeah. So we decided we wanted to open a grocery store. Um, and so we opened phase one, I guess we're calling it now, where we we raised money through Indiegogo and community supporters um, and opened the first grocery store with like under $10,000. Wow. So, um, and in the last year, we're going to be releasing our financials after the games because uh-huh. we really want to show like what the community did. Yes. Right. Um, but over the last year, they've the community put in about quarter million dollars mm-hmm. into the food wow. system here. Oh, like great. we're still really poor. I didn't make very much money yeah. last year. So. Yeah. All of that went to producers and farmers and that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So we're excited about phase two, which will now include a bit of a coffee shop. Oh, I was just in my mind. Yeah. I was thinking about tea leaves leaf, uh, reading. <laughs> you want to take really that on slow. for them, Sharon? Are you going to read <laughs> no, tea leaves? Well, I was just thinking about um, having a little corner where you can go and have a muffin yeah, and a cup yeah, of tea yeah. and then have someone yeah. read the, yeah. the leaves. And that. That's and funny. I, uh, yes, because uh, Susanna, who I work with, she reads coffee grinds. Yeah, and, my grandma used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which funny. I had never known before. So, <laughs> but is that really like? Is that real? I don't know. <laughs> well, coffee it's fun. It women, is fun. That's well, true. Women love if to you get do those those, those little too. plastic containers now with coffee in them, you can't. Correct. How do you get the coffee out to read it? <laughs> so, but this is pretty exciting for young women to, you know, come up with this idea because you know you're going back to where. Our, our childhood. Yeah. Because we had um, specialized stores. They weren't yep. specialized. Yeah. They were what we needed. And yeah. we had a store in the corner that had veg- yeah. just exactly yeah. the way you were set yeah. up. Yeah. And, and they would have dead turkeys hanging from their feet up in the corner. Yeah. You know, yeah. like dad would have to clean yeah. it. And Health Canada will off. not allow that anymore. <laughs> no. Like no. Chinatown in Vancouver with all <laughs> the ducks, all the ducks hanging. But, but you're going back to... Um, <laughs> Where we would go shopping every day because mm-hmm. we didn't have fridges, mm-hmm. we had ice boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's You're interesting. Older. You're older than I am. We had a fridge. <laughs> yeah, you were richer. That's, all. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And so. I went into your store a couple of times and had a look around, and it just took me back. Oh, to that's the 40s. great. Yeah, Good. 40s and early 50s. Yeah. yeah it's very nice. Well, and I think, like, we know that our, the food system, I'm using hand quotes, is totally broken, right? Like, yeah. In this province, I don't I don't like to be like I hate Jimmy Patterson all the time, but like yeah. he controls everything. Yeah. Like if we as a small grocery store want to buy from a distributor, Jimmy Patterson owns the distributor. Yeah. And we have to spend six thousand dollars a week minimum on Jimmy Patterson's products, oh. and then he also like it's so it's like 
there's these huge problems with a humongous food system where one company yep. controls everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it's hard to keep things consistent. Yeah. Um, but it's like training people you used to not be able to get things all the time. You yes, know? And we like, didn't have apples in yeah. the, in the winter no, unless right? they were all yeah dried up. Dried up, up and yeah. Whatever, right? Yeah. And um and the potatoes were kept in a cold storage downstairs, yeah. and you yeah. had to put your hand in there to get a potato and think you it might get monsters. it. It was monsters. Monsters lived in. Well, that home box, sweet home is a little nicer than I that. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had Annie Booth on talking oh, yeah. about food and about awesome. growing food, yeah. and um, and She's this all started with uh, one of the Marotti. Yeah, um, Don Zerowski. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, he said uh, we grow ten percent of our own food. In, as like a country, I don't think Prince George. Yeah. Well, well I mean, yeah. everything's imported. Up oh yeah, yeah, about. yeah, and yeah. and uh, and so that kind of got me on a, a bit of a tangent about like how are we going to feed ourselves if the bridges go out? I think we just have to, yeah. right? And so it's we're always in this mix of like really excited to be able to help people find the self sufficiency, but yeah. also like we need to build those skills for ourselves and help mm-hmm. our producers too. Yes. And so it's like. Where is that extension of that offering? Because people have to also figure it out on their own, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's and Annie was quite direct about don't buy anything from China. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it, they don't have any rules nope. about pesticides. Yeah, none. Yeah. And uh, she mentioned that the herbs that you would buy, um, if they're from China, they're, mm-hmm. when they're tested, yeah. they're full of pesticides. Interesting. And we, but, you know, we need to talk, and that's why we're doing this yeah, because we sure. want our seniors to to realize that the food they're eating could be making yeah, them sick. For sure. You can have a little herb garden on your windowsill, yeah, in yeah. your own house, and yeah. grow your own. Well, and Lola Dawn, I mean, she's the manager at Prince George Council Seniors, and she's, she's one of the few people I know that have had a garden on their balcony yeah. and, and fed herself. Yeah. And uh, tomatoes and lettuce mm-hmm. and all kinds of yeah. different things. Yeah. yeah. So we're coming up to a break already, Sharon. Oh, okay. Shot the first 15 minutes of the program already. (laughs) Okay. uh, We'll be back in a couple of minutes with Senior Moments, uh, brought to you by Trevor Slaney of Hoag Slaney Lawyers. For help with wills, estates, and planning, call Trevor at 250-561-0008, and we'll be right back. Tune in Saturday afternoons for Blues Underground. Two hours of the best blues from across Canada and around the world. Jump, Delta, Chicago, West Coast, whatever the style. Be listening as your host Earl plays great tracks from up-and-coming artists and old favorites you haven't heard in years. Plus, artist interviews, tour information, and the lowdown on what the blues greats are working on next. Your source for everything blues, Blues Underground. Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4, only here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. I'm Trevor Slaney, and I've been practicing law in Prince George for almost 10 years now. Being an executor is a big responsibility. You may be surprised to know that it can take 18 months or more to settle an average estate, and that an executor must attend to dozens of different tasks. And you may not know where to start. You do not need to have all the answers, but you do need to know where to find them. The most important decision you will make is choosing an experienced estates lawyer to give you clear, solid advice and to guide you through this. Please call me, Trevor Slaney, at Hoag Slaney Lawyers, 561-0008. 
Christmas is a memory, and the Canada Winter Games are just around the corner, but in between, the Golden Age Social is upcoming. The Prince George Council of Seniors, the City of Prince George, and St. Andrew's United Church invite all seniors 55 and older to this free tea on Wednesday from 2 till 4 at the Civic Centre. Be ready for a special afternoon, including entertainment, refreshments, and good company at the Golden Age Social on Wednesday from 2 till 4 at the Civic Centre. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, a mix of sun and cloud becoming cloudy this afternoon with a 40% chance of flurries late this afternoon, a high of minus 9. Tonight, cloudy, the 40% chance of flurries, a low of minus 11. On Wednesday, cloudy, a 40% chance of flurries in the morning and afternoon, and a high of minus 6. We're back on Senior Moments on CFIS FM 93.1. And Senior Moments, did I say Senior Moments already? No. Nope. No, okay. Yes. Anyways, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, Sharon, is food. I know. <laughs> And I was mentioning about um, Steve Harrington, who grows the best potatoes I've ever eaten. Is that right? And, and he, he grew, he's got his own brand that he's sort of developed. Oh, yeah. Um, Steve's parents, um, they settled in um, N- Naskel. Mm. Mm. Okay. And uh, have been there. They have hundreds of acres there. Is that west of Quinell, I think, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's been raised as a farmer, and his, his potatoes are actually sweet. Mm-hmm. That's mm. great. Oh, they're so good. We yeah. get some really great potatoes from the Tut's Tut Farm. Oh, I did my neighbors. Just, yeah. 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 Fantastic potatoes. Yeah. They they are so knowledgeable about their product, and they'll be like, this potato is good for frying, this one's good for baking, this one's good for mashing. <laughs> and they're, they're all, all good for eating. Oh, they're so <laughs> delicious. Yeah. yeah, and Robin actually... Uh, Grew up near Stonehenge. Oh, really? And, and played on it as a kid. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> I said, then you must have the magic touch. Uh, touch, touch. Digging up those touch. old potatoes yeah. back then, yeah. back in the old country. So do you get cabbages from him? Yeah, we um. So we run a weekly or bi-weekly food box. So you can sign up for twenty dollars okay. a week or every two weeks. Um, and right now we get produce from the tots. Um, we get, so this week people are getting a quarter of a cabbage because uh-huh. we know that people don't want a $12 cabbage because yeah. they're humongous they in their are. food box. Uh, you get potatoes, you get carrots from the tots this week. Um, last week we had beets from PNR Organics, which is from town. Yes. Uh, and then we bring in stuff from Vancouver. So it's BC products. We have sprouts and mushrooms. Um, we're getting some onions and some apples and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that we do. But we, the tots, and we have such a good experience working with producers and we really like building those relationships. And really? So yeah. you were mentioning difficulties with finding supply, suppliers before. So you've, you're gone to local suppliers and mostly yeah have yeah so we work with mostly local suppliers and then independent suppliers mm-hmm. so um, as the bookkeeper and mm-hmm. both of us working with all these suppliers like it's a lot of people you know like yes. Savon and other small places have one or two suppliers yeah like and so they just order from a computer the computer it's tells them what to order yeah, yeah. You tells know? them when and how much yeah, yeah. but yeah. with us yeah. it's like we have we at one time had five people we were buying different meat products from or mm-hmm. uh, we work with like we were working with Wayne Kitchen for a while mm-hmm. and he was making ready to eat food for us and, uh-huh. and uh, so it's like always working with all these people which is yeah. really great because we get to we know that the money people are spending in our store is paying for these people yeah. to live which is That's really exciting from good. an economic standpoint. Local, uh, local economy, yeah. right? Yeah, and so there's local BC did this thing last year. It's like if you spend your money in town, like 30% more of it stays in your community yeah. than if you spend it somewhere else. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean especially if you spend it in California. Yeah. You know, well and, and that's the thing. They said that um Brussels sprout no the green 
the green stuff, not Brussels sprouts. The green the stuff. Other, the other stuff I think, that I don't. I think hmm? I had some for lunch. No, nope. just no. broccoli. Broc- That's it. Broccoli. It's going to be Bro- like seven dollars. I had broccoli oh, soup. Yeah. Well, and so the challenge is, is that California is undergoing a humongous drought last right. year and this yes. year, and so like looking ahead, people are saying. Food will go up another 30% this year. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so our misconception is because we fit into this like fancy, young, hipster, urban identity that we're expensive, but we're the cheapest place in town. Yes. Really? Like, yeah. and, and we have local products. And so the, the, and then when I get a paycheck from the store, I spend it in town. Yes. Like both of our landlords live in town. Yes. Like we use public transit. Our kids go to Montessori. Like all our money is staying in the community. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think we go to Vancouver once a year. And yeah. that's the way it used to be. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and we're an economic project. Our concern is the economy and then food. Yes. And they kind of work together. And so by focusing on keeping our money in the community, encouraging other young people to create businesses. Yeah. Um, to so they can quit their jobs. Yes. And and like feed us. Yes. Like we're yeah, really we lucky as a to community. Have farmers. Right. Yeah, we so, do. Uh, what what kind of products do you start? Yeah, with? for Talk. sure. Let's talk about that a bit. Yeah, so um, in the first iteration of Home Sweet Home that disclosed on Saturday, we focused a lot more on ingredients and bulk food and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But managing such a big product line was difficult, is difficult, because if a producer doesn't bring something in, right, people expect us to have it, but we don't. Um, so we've decided now to shrink the the line of the stuff we have in the store a little bit. So it's more like stuff you can take home and cook for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, more ready-made meals, uh, more like cans of like beans, canned beans, tortillas, mm-hmm. meat, snacks, that kind of thing. And then we're switching to a monthly bulk order. Mm-hmm. So if you need flour, if you need pasta, rice, you can order it once a month mm-hmm. at the store. We'll have a paper sheet well, um, that you can idea, sign up on. Um, and it's prepay in advance, but yeah. the markup is going to be like 20%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, our markup's 50% kind of across the board. Yeah. At uh, other stores in town, it's around 70, and at Save-On, it's about 100%. Yeah. So if you look at our prices and look at Save-On, they look the same, but the thing is Save-On's paying the producer less. Yes. Mm. So yeah. we pay the producer more. Yeah. Mm. Right? So the our window eggs? shrinks. Do you have farm fresh eggs? Maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> eggs is such a disaster. <laughs> is it? Yeah, there's no grading station, right? Because Beacon's closed. Um, and so there's two in the piece, uh, or three in the piece, and one in Terrace. And that's it for the north. Um, oh, my gosh. We right? like our eggs. Well, of course, we buy them underground, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we can't eggs. do that. No, you can't. We get shut down. <laughs> Um, so we've been working really, 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 really hard to get eggs, and I think I have it figured out. Good. So, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we all love our farm fresh eggs. Right. And some of them are on the shelf for yeah. how long. The other thing is that nothing was the same size. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, now everything has to be the same yeah. size. Yeah. And, and so you get out of, off a tree of apples, you get some small ones, some big ones. They were all for sale. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think now the, the ones that are substandard, they make applesauce out of them. I don't well, know no, they what they actually them. do is they have, um, they grade them like eggs. So there's A-grade produce, mm-hmm. which you see at the Save-On. Yeah. Um, and what we've been hearing over the last few years is 40% of all that food at a big grocery store is technically garbage. It gets thrown Terrible. out. Terrible. Right? Yeah, a lot of food gets thrown out. A lot of food gets thrown out. And so people come in our store and they're like, where's all your food? It's like, we only buy what we know and we don't have to throw out. Yeah. So if somebody yeah. doesn't buy 10 pounds of pears, I can do something with it. Yes. But I can't do something with 
Right? You can make wine. You know, you I can't make, make wine. I don't have a license to make wine. Well, we got to talk to Pat Bell. He's <laughs> yeah, you coming ought to talk. on. Yeah, you ought Give to him to all Pat. my produce yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, sell him, you know, get his wine in your store once, he, once he's made it. Yeah. I don't think the liquor laws will change the <laughs> alcohol in my store. But what about meat? Uh, yes. You, you can do butcher? You, yeah, we work with local uh, growers and brokers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get lamb out of McBride once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, we get local pork. Um, we just got a bunch of cow turned into jerky and mm-hmm. sausage and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, meat is kind of touch and go because the prices yeah. have been skyrocketing. Right. Um, and that it's kind of unavailable sometimes. Um, so, but we also broker like if you need a half a chicken or half a pig or something, we <laughs> yeah. can help you get that half yeah. a chicken. Uh, we don't I'd do like ch- half a chicken. Yeah. Piece, yes. <laughs> we send most people to Rogers. Yeah. We say yeah. go to Rogers. Yeah. It's really close. Yeah. Like it's a few blocks from us. You can actually walk there from yeah. where we are and, um, they have a great product and don't forget Ben across the river and Homesteader yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know um, Baldy Hughes has got the great big greenhouse out there mm-hmm. now and they're trying um, growing um, during the winter mm-hmm. by using heat from the the hopper they have a they heat through um, hot water yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's through uh, the pellets pellets yeah wood pellets and so they're trying to see if they can grow something with that warm with underneath the earth well that's what they do down south for organic farms is they have the heated Mm -hmm. greenhouses we have a producer right now that's really great and nerdy and figuring out how to grow tomatoes in his house wow in his basement (laughs) um and hydroponic setup no it's in soil really um and he's doing a test garden so he's figuring out how much it would cost to ladder up to grow it was like 1,500 pounds of tomatoes a week or something. Wow. That's a lot of yeah. That's a lot of sandwiches. <laughs> it's a lot of tomato sandwiches. So delicious. A lot of ketchup. So it's it's interesting to see how people are trying to grow food in a climate that you're not used to growing yeah. food in. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. climate scientists are on mark, we're going to be like Kelowna in 10, 15 years. Yeah. So people should be planting peach trees. They should be planting totally. cherry trees. They should yeah. be planting Coconut grapes. trees. Well, and like <laughs> Kelowna should be planting olive trees and they should be planting yes. more tropical because it's going to get hot. And not like, only that, but I can't wait. <laughs> well, the olive trees um, have been destroyed over mm-hmm. in Italy, mm-hmm. I think. And yeah. So it's like, where are we going to get our olive oil mm-hmm. from? And, yeah. And uh, we've got to look for alternatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can't depend on the way it's been going. Yeah. Oops. It's okay. I've had the cough too. Yeah, well, there's that nasty bug going around, which I haven't had yet. Touch wood again. (laughs) Yeah, so this is exciting, Deandra. Yeah. And I think um, I'm thinking about the bulk part of your. Yeah, yeah, we wanted to say that we, our main focus, another main focus is access. So we want to get people to get food. And so we really value those old-timey things yeah. so we really we've, every young person we have with a car we're like hey you know it'd be a really great business you should start a company where you have 30 clients who are seniors and you figure out what they like to eat and then you shop for them yes and deliver it to their house yeah. you know and so it's not like you would have an order sheet you'd have a, a somebody that worked for you that knew what you like to eat and would be like hey that, they got pears really cool. and you love pears that service is invaluable, right? Mm-hmm. Well, my, that's how my brother made his, yeah. his living as a kid going yeah. to school, yeah. Yeah. was delivering groceries to yeah. people. They would yeah. phone the order yeah. into the store. 
and um, they mum would pay at the door. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, we had our milk delivered to the door. Yeah. We had yeah. our bread delivered yeah. to the door. <clears throat> yeah. And Remember then, the milk wagons. Yeah. Horses, so horse drawn. <laughs> so there's nothing new in the world. It's just no. done a little different. It's done a little yeah. different. And so our challenge is we have these amazing ideas and we want to do things, but we're so tired, you know? Yeah, exactly. And we can't do everything. Yeah. And we're just starting to learn to, like, farm out some of the community support to the actual nonprofit agencies that are supposed to do that and not yeah. us. Um, yeah. And build that capacity um, yeah. because we we need to also pay our own personal bills. Yeah, you got to yeah, you make a living, right? Kind of yeah. thing yeah. too, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Well, I'm very interested in it, uh, what you're doing. Yeah. I'm going to have to go down there and have yeah, a look. So yeah. So we are reopening out this weekend. It's our one-year anniversary next val- this Valentine's oh. Day. Oh. So yeah. Very. So yeah. let's yeah. let's tell the listeners where the store is sure, again and when you're reopening. Yeah, we're reopening on Thursday, and we're. Re- Relocated across from the northern at 1393 third. 1393 third. Yeah. So support your local grocery girls. Yeah, <laughs> your, I like that. The grocery girls. Yeah. You like? Uh, do you like that? That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Well, it's <laughs> well, it's feminist. We're not trying to insult you or anything. <laughs> well, it's okay. We're not supposed to use the word girls. No, that's feminist. But I like the word girls. Yeah. So okay. It doesn't okay. offend me. As long yeah, as they okay. got food, I d- I'm not offended. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but Deandra, thanks so much. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming. And uh, if you uh, you know get get a change in your uh, in your supplies and what you're supplying, yeah, let us know. We'll, sure. we'll, uh, yeah. we'll let the people yeah. that are listening know yeah, what definitely. you've got on store for them. I yeah. would like to do a how are you doing in, in a few yeah, months. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like if you want to come down or visit, and we'll be there. We, I'm going to yeah. go check it out. Yep, but for after, sure. I'm busy through the senior games, but after the, oh, after the yeah. senior games are over, I'll, I'll yeah, have a look. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Thank okay. you. Okay. okay. Thanks Bye. for coming. Yeah. So you're listening to Before the Beatles. No, not Before the Beatles. That's oh the other goodness. show. You're listening to Senior Moments on CFIS FM 93.1. Brought to you by Trevor Slaney of Hogue Slaney Lawyers. For help with mills, wills, estates, planning, call Trevor at 250-561-0008. We'll the help right back. with meals is Deanne. Have you ever wondered how an artist comes up with a song or what the song is really about? Every week, I interview an artist that's come out with a new CD about that and more. We also play five songs off the new CD. It's a great way to get to know an artist and their new CD. Come join us right here on 93.1 CFIS FM every Tuesday evening at 10 p.m. That's A1Blues.com. The Treasure Cove Casino proudly presents Treasure Cove Bingo with four sessions daily, 11 a.m., 2.30 p.m., and 6.15 and 10 p.m. Featuring cash draws every hour on the hour. The Treasure Cove Casino, located at the junction of highways 16 and 97. Know your limit, play within it. Must be 19 years of age or older. Are you remodeling or renovating? Use a convenient dumpster from WJ Store & Go. For general cleanup of your business, house, yard, or even replacing your roofing, see WJ Store & Go and get a low-sided, easy-to-load dumpster. The smallest size is the equivalent of six pickup loads, also available in larger sizes. WJ Store & Go can deliver a convenient-sized dumpster right to your site and pick up when your job is done, all at a super low price. See WJ Store & Go at 1877 First Avenue today. Your Chamber 
Chamber of Commerce is teaming up with UNBC to help local businesses reduce their carbon footprints. Last year, Phase 1 focused on air quality. This year, will key on carbon management, the process of accurately estimating and accounting for the carbon footprint of goods, services, and technologies. Local businesses interested in learning more are invited to a meet-and-greet Tuesday, February 10th at Hummus Brothers. To reserve your spot or for more information, call Project Coordinator Barbara Otter at your Chamber of Commerce, 250-562-2454. We're back on Senior Moments on CFIS FM 93.1. And that was a nice little segment, Sharon. I, now, isn't she a lovely young woman? Yes, yes. And don't and, they and have some vision? Yeah. You know, you know it's nice to see young people not just chasing the dollar bill kind no, of thing, right? They want to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to head down there and see what it's like. Well, the the other store just really did take me back to my little community, Birchcliff, <laughs> Ontario, where we'd go up the corner store and yeah. steal an apple. Yeah, or or and get that that one cent one cent's worth of candy. You yeah. get a little bag of candy for once a, for a put penny. Once I you to sleep. <laughs> I yeah, forget what parents they were made like of. them. <laughs> I forget what they were made of. Anyhow, we have some guests. Who are our guests, Sharon? Now we we've got our old friend Vince Ramacharan. Here and he's now the new chairperson uh, for the PG White Cane Club. And oh, we got really? Reg Story's sister here, Ma- <laughs> Margaret, Margaret Story. Story's here too. <laughs> uh, I think she's the secretary of this yeah, organization. Secretary. And um, uh, so now you're just a new chairperson. What's that like for you? Gosh. You like to talk lots. Well, Vince? <laughs> I don't know. It's shy guy. It's a bit intimidating because I'm the youngest person in the club. Okay. Oh. You know? That's scary. It is scary, yes. <laughs> yeah, You're the new this, kid on the block. We have all these old timers that are more have more knowledge and, and, and more seem more qualified than I am. So I love this. I love yeah. what you said here. You're trying to promote our club for younger members, or eventually our club might die of old age. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a serious point. Uh, it is uh, a serious point. It is a serious point, point yeah. because uh, uh, many of our members in our club uh, they're 75 or, or older. And uh, if we don't attract new members, we might have some problems with the mm. club in Prince George. Yeah. Well, so that's, a, that's a serious problem at, in our age group, isn't it, Sharon? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And um, and so tell tell us the purpose of the club and why younger people should look at coming out and being involved. Well, at the moment, our club meets on the fourth Monday every month at the St. Charles Presbyterian Church across from the hospital. Uh, we have an hour meeting, mostly uh, because of our obligation as a society, mm-hmm. and we also uh, meet afterwards for a social gathering. Uh, because of the the uh, age of our group, uh, we are not very active outside of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very difficult. Uh, uh, as I said before, most of our members are older people, and uh, we, uh, we for us to attract new members, say younger members. Uh, We'll need to do some to reconfigure a club in some way because most young people uh, would be maybe uh, available in the evening, mm-hmm. and uh, well, they are all very busy, also with jobs and part-time uh, school and part-time jobs, and right. and the older um, people are not able to travel. They they have mobility issues, so they're not they're not able to travel meetings in the evening. So mm-hmm. we have a bit of a, a problem there, attracting new members who are available in the evening, and our older members are not available to come to meetings in the evening. So mm. I'm not sure. There are suggestions about starting a, another chapter, include a chapter of younger people mm-hmm. in our club and associate them somehow. I'm not sure how we're going to do that. Well, uh, I'm the sure. Name, 
I'm sure there's lots of young people with sight problems that would benefit from uh, the wisdom of people who have, you know, learned to live with partial blindness, partial problems of sight. Uh, There's a number of diabetics, and diabetics have usually have um, um, issues with their eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the purpose of the club is to support people with eye problems, eyesight problems, not blind, totally blind. No. yeah, it's really important that we have sighted people in the club because yeah. uh, uh, we a lot of the men, most of our members, some fifty percent of our members can't see. Mm. Oh, so, so it's important high, for some yeah. of our members to arrange transportation for our meetings, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, to help them to move, not only to get them there, but to help them move around in the building. Especially if not familiar with the building, like we have stairs and so forth, so you need to guide right. people away from the stairs so they don't fall down. Yeah, those are really important issues. Right. How long has the club been going, Vince? I'm not sure. Uh, Margaret, this is Margaret's story. Are you able to shed any light on that, Margaret? I'm not sure. I don't know. It's been going at least 20 years. I have no idea. I've been a member for a long time. Okay. I thought maybe it was something I'm a secretary because I can see, but they can't read, so it works. Well, you must have fun right in a minute. Nobody can can read them. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was just thinking about not being able to see and how what that would be like for somebody and i mean so the the white cane club is that to sort of help get people sightless people Mm. out into the community to certain um functions like we've got the the um the winter games coming up is there some way of getting people because they can hear they can still enjoy right. the excitement of activities mm-hmm. and stuff it's it's very scary not being able to see i had surgery uh i had three surgeries actually in my right eye last year mm-hmm. and prior to that i had a couple of years ago i had surgery in the left eye mm-hmm. and before the first surgery i was so afraid that I would wake up at night and rock myself in bed moaning yeah. because I was so scared. And as Bob knows, I'm really into photography. Yeah, he's a world, world famous photographer. So yeah, yeah. So I, I just didn't, I, I and and to overcome that, what I did was <laughs> just before my surgery, I was so determined for this thing not to beat me that I went and bought a very expensive camera. <laughs> and, and I thought I'm not gonna let it let it beat me. I need to do this. But it is very very scary. I, I it's interesting. Um, I, I was writing an email this morning, actually, about an airline that mm-hmm. uh, an experience I had with the airline, and this is an issue. I think it's a, I think it's a federal issue, and it's also a Canadian Council of the Blind issue nationally. Where uh, on two occasions where I flew, and I even though my boarding pass said I was sight impaired, or in one case it said I was blind, mm-hmm. um, I was not given any instructions. Uh, any safety instructions. I didn't know where the, where the exit was. Oh, my it, Right God. after my surgery, I was traveling, and I couldn't see where the exit was. I had to ask oh people. Oh, my God. So it's, it's some serious issues of uh, of not paying attention to people. With with physical disability, you could see some in a wheelchair yeah. or crutches, but with sight impairment, it's hard to tell. It's sometimes. hard to tell. Yeah. And, and interesting, I, I was just, uh, I denied uh, taking, uh, do a photo shoot just before uh, a New Year's Eve, and the reason for that is, I I don't like moving around more in the, much in the evening because I people bump into me and after people had a few refreshments they would <laughs> they would, they would not be very pleasant. <laughs> so if you can't see and you're moving around, yeah, as you know, Bob, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. so it's there's some disadvantages of uh, not being able to see properly. Oh, some serious disadvantages, not not just minor ones but major ones, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You can't drive anymore if you can't see. Right. You know, right. Yeah. Well, it's about being so dependent on somebody else. Somebody else, else right? That yeah. would be the thing that would scare the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. That brings back that brings us back to our club because a lot of many of the members their only outing would be that meeting that we mm-hmm. go that we have once oh a month and, and to meet socially and uh, they're taken there if they need to go to the doctors. There's the um, uh, Care Free Society, I think it's called, and mm-hmm. Handed Art and so forth. They're yep. able to move people around. But uh, there's sometimes there's a waiting list or, or waiting for people, and, yep. and, and you can be there. Uh, if you have to wait for, for them to pick you up, it works, works really well, but it's... Uh, uh, if somebody pick you up, uh, you know that you know. It's I think better, they're you know. they're struggling to meet the demand too. Yes, they're they're yes. really really busy. Well, yeah. uh, well, as you know, seniors are getting to be older. So uh, I mean, seniors are older, so <laughs> getting to be older. They're living yeah. longer. You yeah, may be, yeah. You may be getting older, Vince. I'm not. And we're having and we're having more of them. So it's yeah. Uh, we're living longer. There, yeah. That's yeah, why. That's true. And so I was thinking about. Um, their inability to be because they are invisible they are the invisible people because i don't really when i'm starting to think about seeing someone walking with the white cane i don't see that you much. don't i've seen and, it occasionally very but very here, occasionally it, with all this snow and with all this, yeah. this impediments to getting out mm-hmm. because when i worked at maple ridge hospital they had a um a woman in the um in the department where you get all your physio, and she was a physiotherapist, and she was blind, completely blind. But I don't know where she got all of her training from, but she she walked to work every day in such a strong, you would never know that, mm-hmm. that she was blind. And, and um, she did the physio on my back when I fractured my lower back. And, and so I didn't see her as you know, handicapped at all. Uh, the only time I saw an issue was when she wore a black bra under a, a see-through blouse. <laughs> and, and and I told her, and she said, oh, well, what the heck, you know. <laughs> At least it's covered up, right? <laughs> but, but I mean, and that's just one little day. She was a wonderful uh, woman. And I think about now, right today, how many people are sitting at home who yeah. can't go out because there's nobody to take them. Yeah. And I think that's what the white cane needs is volunteers to come and take people out just for a walk or to the mall or to to hear other things than the TV or the radio. Right, right. You know? It, it makes must make life an awful lot harder. It is. Yeah. It is, yes. Yeah. It is. And especially the dependent part of somebody else. That yeah. would just be so hard. Yeah. How do you think our members cope, uh, Margaret? Uh, like, How you, they cope? You could see, okay. So, so like, for, for me, I... Um, the Canada Games is coming up, and I and, and yeah. I assigned some photo shoots, and I was talking about uh, when if I'm walking outside when it's all white, I can't see yeah. elevation. Oh yeah, and, and you could yeah. trip very easily. Yes. It seems that it could be a clear, it could be clear ground where they where the snow is shoveled, but because it's all white, you have difficulty seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know some people that are sighted here could see a little bit. Um, they restrict themselves from driving at night because yeah. they wanted to mess up in yeah. the evening. They yeah. can drive okay during the day. Mm-hmm. How do you cope, Margaret? Like you could see, and you live out of town. How does it? Uh, how, how does it feel to 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 work with all the snow, move around with all the snow around? Shoveling ten inches of snow every day isn't easy. No, <laughs> no. Since I'm so much older. <laughs> um, than than us, right? Well, I I find that the white at at night it is easier to drive the highway. Because 
you can see the edges yes. but with shadows. But during the daytime when it's snowing, it's really difficult to yeah. see. Yeah. You know. I seem to hang over to the right a lot. It hit the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah go off the I'm road that all way. their potholes yeah. on the edge. <laughs> yeah. So how did you come to join the White Creek Club? I had a friend who was a member, and she was a driver. She wasn't blind either, and she conned me into it when they were stuck for a secretary. <laughs> one uh-huh, uh-huh. And I've just stayed around. Excellent. How large is your membership? How long? How how large? How many members? About 40? About Something 40 like yeah, that. There's a lot of them don't make it out each time. You know, yeah. one of them will have an appointment somewhere or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. but it's about 40 there that come sometimes. And some of them don't attend the meeting even. They come for the social afterwards. We have lunch and then they play games. Now, you say the city's council is going to do some sort of a proclamation? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think uh, one of our members, Sylvia, was looking at that. Uh-huh. And that, and they're, um, we were trying to see if we could get the, at one time I remember Mr. PG having sunglasses, so I'm not sure where we were going with that. Uh-huh. Kind of, and something else we are looking at, too. I was trying to see if we could get a flag, because it had a good bit of flag on Mr. PG. Yeah. I think, the, I think the Mr. PG with sunglasses was a white cane week at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was, remember that. Yeah, yeah. I might yeah. have photos yeah, of that. Yeah, I remember that, too. Yeah, yeah but and if, that's this week. Yeah, right? actually from the 1st to the 7th is yeah. white cane week, nationally. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. nationally. So we're trying to get a flag, a, a CCB or, uh, or a, a white cane flag. I'm, I'm not sure if there's one available. We're trying to get that yeah good time to take a break Sharon we'll take our last one and listening to senior moments on CFIS FM 93.1 and we're brought to you by Trevor Slaney of Hoag Slaney Lawyers for help with wills estates and planning call Trevor at 250-561-0008 and we'll be right back infant botulism is a very rare but serious form of illness that can affect children up to 12 months old when swallowed this bacteria forms spores that may produce a poison in the baby's intestine the bacteria can be found in both pasteurized and unpasteurized honey as it is not easily destroyed by heat while honey is safe for older children it should not be consumed in any manner by children under the age of one for more information on this and other child health concerns visit healthycanadians.gc.ca At Ave Maria and Mother Maria's Market, you'll find a wide variety of products to help you feel great, like Health First ProBio Supreme. ProBio Supreme from Health First is a top-of-the-line probiotic containing 55 billion live microorganisms per capsule with 14 strains of microflora, including L. plantarum, proven in clinical studies to help fight irritable bowel syndrome. Health First ProBio Supreme is enteric-coated, crypto-protected, and available at Ave Maria and Mother Maria's Market. Friends of the 2015 Canada Winter Games, Ave Maria and Mother Maria's Market healthy products for body, mind, and soul. Theater for Living's critically acclaimed interactive play Maladjusted is coming to Prince George Monday, February 16th. Gut-wrenching, funny, sad, and mind-broadening, Maladjusted is both entertaining and thought-provoking. Volunteers are needed for both afternoon setup and evening takedown. For tickets or to volunteer, call Maureen Davis at 250-564-8644. Maladjusted from Theater for Living, 730 Monday, February 16th at Westwood Mennonite Church. A presentation of the Canadian Mental Health Association. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, a mix of sun and cloud becoming cloudy this afternoon with a 40% chance of flurries late this afternoon, a high of minus 9. Tonight, cloudy, the 40% chance of flurries, a low of minus 11. On Wednesday, cloudy, a 40% chance of flurries in the morning and afternoon, and a high of minus 6.
we're back on Senior Moments on CFIS FM 93.1. And I hope you can hear us out there. We've been reminded to speak into our mics. Yeah, we've been talking to Vince and, and, and yeah. Margaret from the White King um, Club. And this is National White King is Week it? across the country. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, I, it's this is somebody we should really have on more often because yep. it's a... a these are the people who are forgotten because they have very little voice, right? That's and, right. And I'm kind of thinking in my head, and I'm always problem is solving. That, that's where you usually think, isn't it? Not in, always. In your, not not a, always. always. <laughs> Sometimes I'm thinking where I sit. Um, <laughs> but um, I was thinking about um, taking some people from the club into the schools and talking to the kids and talking about... Um, how to help because we had the the the, the scouts and they yeah. would have been somebody who would have volunteered and the girl guides would have been mm-hmm. someone who volunteered with the, the the white cane and i think it's just about reaching out again and reconnecting with the kids because yeah. kids love to help yeah they do look at what they've done for the the bus system in Prince George during the game. Yeah, the university Yeah, there is enough money students, for yeah. free bus service yeah. during the winter Isn't games. Isn't that so amazing? It is, yeah. But, you know, you're, uh, you're a club, so you're obviously looking for more, more people to join and people to volunteer. So how can they do that, Vince? Can they get in touch with somebody? Yeah, they could get in touch with any of our members, okay. any of the members of the executive. I'm, I'm sure there's a way to do it, or, or their phone numbers, or you could look up uh, look up the phone address in the phone book or Google the person's name. Okay. You know, you, could, you know, it's interesting, you, you, the point you made, Sharon, because it's um, this is something, uh, as a new chairperson, my vision of, of, the, of the club is, the reason for being here today, is yes. to let me, more people know about our club, exactly. and not only to have uh, uh, the executive speak to the public, but to have members in our club let people know, because I could give my my version of how I uh, my challenges to do with my site, or Mary could could give hers, mm-hmm. Margaret could give hers, but when we hear from other members, uh, you get a different uh, a different version of what people are experiencing in the club and how we could make the club better. Yeah. So so my uh, vision for the club is to get more people involved, whether yes. it's with the jobs, like we have a, a um, an ebook library, and and uh, we yes. used to we used to have a little book to write sh- sign off the the ebooks. And then we realized that, well, why are we doing that? Because we're all sight impaired. Yeah. <laughs> and we try not to create more paperwork. And most of the some of the stuff is, is donated to us. So why are we so fussy about uh, about making? So we, we at the last meeting, we decided it's going to be an honor system. And everybody's going to take what you want, use it, pass it on to somebody else. Or, because we always get more. Uh, and it's interesting. We don't have only uh, uh, CDs. We have uh, cassettes. Yeah. Okay. And, they, and people have been... We've, we go to the different thrift stores in town and pick up uh, cassette players and, and put it in part of the library, you know. I wonder so. if if there could ha- have a reading, kind of a reading day over at the library where mm-hmm. some of the members uh, of, of your club could go and have the kids read stories to them. I think yeah. that we read stories to kids, but, yeah. but to let a, a kid read a story to the adult. Now, there's mm-hmm. a flip side to that. that don't would give don't the, the council of seniors have that reading thing that they do? They did yeah. have. I don't know what's happening to it. I don't know if they still it. do it, but they would read to, somebody would read so you could have members of your club there on a, yeah. on a regular check basis. Check with Lola Dawn and see if she's still doing that. Yeah, I'll do. You know, it's interesting because uh, you remember, Bob, at one time we had this intergenerational 
uh, yes. thing at, at, at yep. the Princess Congress Seniors. Exactly. And that worked really well. There was, some, there was a learning experience from that, and it's almost re- related to our club, trying to yes. get new members, because we had a workshop for the youth, we had a workshop for the seniors, yeah. we brought them together and had a third workshop, yeah. and then we tried to implement a program from all that. But what we found out was it was challenging getting youth to be involved as much yeah. as seniors. Seniors have a lot of free time. <laughs> and they're free all day, yeah. you know. And, uh, Young people are going to school; they're trying to find their first job yeah. or whatever. So they're in a little different situation than we are. Well, yeah. but I I think that kids want to get involved if you just give them the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, we always have. If you remember back in school, we yeah. we did so much of the volunteer work mm-hmm. um, with mm-hmm. with uh, people, handicapped people, and that's how we learned our compassion about giving, about um, volunteering. Mm-hmm. We were involved in that right from uh, kindergarten. How do you see us getting more kids involved, um, Margaret? How do you see us getting more youth involved? In well, if we have more youth involved, we're going to have to be looking at weekends or evenings because they're in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, but I think that you could go to the schools. You could, could have a special white cane day. What do they call that program that they have in the schools? There, leadership or something? Something like that. Where yeah. they they have to do a certain amount of volunteer work. Yeah. To get credit mm-hmm. for their courses, so yeah. that mm-hmm. you know the schools might be interested in helping out. Yeah. I like that. I think yeah. yeah. I'll look into that. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. I do. We do other work with schools that so we. Does really the white cane white cane uh, organization have a website, Vince? I'm not sure if they do or not. I'm, okay. I'm fairly, fairly You're new. You're pretty new, eh? <laughs> well, we're going to have to get you back once you <laughs> get you broken in, eh? We were asking, I was asking Margaret about the Constitution today, and I said I should read that because I don't even <laughs> yeah, know what, what the rules are yet. So I, I typed know. up the latest one, so he probably can't read my yeah. typing. <laughs> so the, but it's been fun being here uh, yeah. with, the, with the club, you know. I, I think I really enjoy it. We have a great bunch of, of, of mem- members who are very dedicated to the club, and uh and uh, there's a lot of communication that goes on between the executive and other people, and we work really well, and everything is working out really well. So I can see the suggestions that you made that we um, that we look into that. I and think the council of seniors would be uh, would be a one really good yes, partner. organization yeah. who would help. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. Partner. Actually, you should probably join the council of seniors as a as, as the, a club as a club. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Do I'll that. talk to LD about that. Yeah. 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 And then you could get. Yeah. Um, support from the peers and all kinds of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I remember when I worked at Toronto General Hospital, they had a little cubby hole at, at the hospital where you could buy cigarettes and chocolate bars, and it was run by a man who was blind. Mm-hmm. And it was it, it was very interesting to see him check the time. You yeah. know, he had a watch that he lifted, uh, and I was 16. I mean, I was, and I couldn't believe that this man just functioned just like I did. Yeah, you know, he couldn't see, it, yeah. and he couldn't see. Have you ever tried to read Braille? It's yeah. almost yes. impossible. Yes. Yeah, I, I tried it with my, and I can't tell the difference between an A and a B or C. Yeah, the know, sensitivity. It's really, it's really hard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, there's great musicians that are yeah. are blind and right. and right. great inventors. It doesn't mean that it's the end of life. No, yeah. mm-hmm. you know it's interesting because I I, I was listening to a a one-on-one uh, uh, interview with uh, uh, Craig Oliver. Yes. On on CTV, and uh, and I was very impressed because he went to his computer and started using the computer speaking with him. Mm-hmm. And I wrote him, and he wrote me back, 
Mm-hmm. And, and he told me something that was really important because I was afraid. It was just before my surgery. Yes. And, and he said, you should not be too afraid of a, a sight impairment because there's so many technology now yes. to improve our sight with computers and, and, and other devices. And now they're doing some stuff where people could, uh, where surgeons are, are doing some really brilliant stuff to uh, not completely restore your sight, but help you to see a little bit mm-hmm. better. You know. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things. And then he told me something really interesting. He said, I didn't know he was from Prince Rupert. Oh, <laughs> and then he said he was in Prince George to some kind of a, a crapshoot or something. He was in a contest <laughs> one time, so it was interesting me writing him from Prince George. But it, he had a really strong message about not to give up very easily. Yeah, yeah. because there's a lot of things to do. Well, when you think that you know, we've all had cataract surgery. Yeah. the three of us yeah. here have had cataract yeah. surgery, and it's it's easier than going it's, to the dentist. I don't wear glasses anymore. Yeah, well, I I got my glasses on so I don't lose them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like to say that we are uh, members are welcome to our to our meeting and a, and a uh, they could come as a visitor. They don't have to become a, a member. They don't have to register to become a member. They could be mm-hmm. a visitor for a while, mm-hmm. for a few meetings, and see how things work out. And mm-hmm. uh, or, or encourage people to come or get in touch with us to let us know that uh, that somebody's interested. And we'll arrange uh, transportation for them. Yeah. And, yeah. and where and when are the meetings? Since? The meetings are on the fourth Monday of every month, mm-hmm. and it's at St. Giles Presbyterian Church across from the hospital. Yeah, I've had I've gone to different meetings. Yeah. There. It's yeah. a beautiful yes, place. Yes, yeah, it is. And they're, they're really good at lending at their facilities. And uh, and uh, I think the Genealogy Society meets there, too. I mm-hmm. think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have a yeah. wonderful The ladies coral. from the church do our lunch every oh. meeting. Yeah. Very nice lunch. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. So uh, what else have we got, Sharon? We're just about out of time. Are we? Okay, so we got our last visit with Al from uh, the Canada Winter Games. Coming next up next week, week right? And, and then uh, Mel McConaughey's going to come and, and share a little bit of his book, uh, Through a Broken Windshield. windshield yeah. yeah. I thought it was a cracked windshield, but I guess I'm not <laughs> sure what it is. With my, no, it's it? a broken windshield. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want to use the word cracked. <laughs> <laughs> not with Mel anyway. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, Tune in next week. Yeah, I guess we're done. So thanks yeah. for coming, Vince, and, and um, sorry I forgot. Margaret. Margaret. I thought it was Margaret, but I wasn't sure. I, I, I can see, but I can't hear, you know. <laughs> thanks for having us also. Yeah. No yeah. problem. And if you have any events coming up or if you're doing any fundraising, be sure and let Sharon know because we'll we'd be glad to yeah, help you Yeah, as soon out. as I read Very it, well. I said, get over here. Yeah, yeah get over they here. They did. And thank yeah. you, Sharon. I'll follow up on some of your suggestions. Because yeah, I like just call me. Yes, yeah, I'll do yeah. that, yes. I think talk to uh, the Council of Seniors would be yes, a good place yes, to partner yes. with and join even. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I guess we're done for this week, Sharon. Okay. We'll be back next week. We will indeed. More of the same. Bye-bye. Senior Moments has been sponsored by Trevor Slaney of Hogue Slaney Lawyers. For help with wills, estates, and planning, call Trevor at 250-561-0008. Senior Moments is a co-production of 93.1 CFIS-FM and the Prince George Council of Seniors. Produced by A.J. Fair with executive producer Sharon Hurd. Theme music for Senior Moments is courtesy of Golf Brooks Music. Visit senior-moments.ca for replays of Senior Moments, plus video and photos of the show. 